in the summer, it was around uh, July 5th, I get a phone call from Daniel Mojica, our worship director, and he says, Pastor Ricky, are you driving? And I was like, oh man, no, I'm not driving. He says, are you sitting? I can be, what's up? You know, by that time, I'm wondering what's going on. He says, I don't know if it's true or not, but our choir got invited to Carnegie Hall. I'm like, woohoo! Right? Amen. Amen. <laughs> and then uh, came around that the information was put out, and the people that says, I want to be a part of it, I want to be a part of it. And then it was November 21st when I got in the, uh, one of the buses that was here, take us over to Carnegie Hall, had a great time over there, but to see all the hard work and dedication that these singers uh, had done uh, for months in preparation for that Carnegie Hall. And while I was there, one of the songs that I mean, uh, there's actually a photo uh, uh, going around that it, uh, Daniel is actually conducting one of the songs, which is the Agnes Day. And uh, when they're saying, holy, I'm, I'm in the little photo on the left-hand side. I'm like, woohoo! I mean, I'm just worshiping, right? <laughs> it's one of those moments, like, it was so powerful. And the, it was great to know that in Carnegie Hall, people, the, the gospel message of Jesus Christ and the story of Jesus Christ was shared with many that came from throughout from different states uh, to make, hear them happen. And uh, so it's great to know that what took place in Carnegie Hall, here we are at New Hanover in, uh, in Gilbertsville, Pennsylvania, doing some portion of that because I heard there was 22 songs that were done uh, at Carnegie Hall. We're not doing 22 today. Just want to make sure you knew that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but what a blessing it has been. But one of those parts, the parts that... Um, uh, there was, I think was, was it Uncle Phil? The, uh, the, oh, you know Uncle Phil. Okay. Uh, Uncle Phil turned around to the, the crowd, to the congregation, I'd say, for that day. And he shared about the story that one of the things that touches his life uh, for, uh, for many years. And he got emotional. And I said, you know what? Let me bring that message back to p other people to hear. And it's found in the gospel book of John, chapter 3, verses 16 through 17. He only read the 16th part, but it says here, for this is how God loved the world, that he gave his one and only son, and so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. And then verse 17 says, God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. It's one of the gospel messages, the message of the good news, and that we know that one of the things that we can expect in life is actually death. But man, can we serve, we, we serve a God that we have uh, put our faith in, our trust in, that he not only died our death, but he rose for our sake. Amen. So therefore, by doing that, we know of a God that has given the greatest gift, and that is his son, Jesus Christ, for you and for me. At the 8 o'clock service, I had a little different message for them, but one of the things that we got to make sure is that we don't miss our opportunities. Remember when uh, Joseph and Mary went and they were traveling to go to that census? They found out that there was no room for them at the inn, and they had to go into the stable where Jesus was born. But there was a missed opportunity for the innkeeper. He wasn't uh, well-dressed. Maybe they didn't uh, have as much money, but if they did, maybe the innkeeper would say, I have room for you. And because they were probably, you know, the way that they were dressed or the way that they, they uh, uh, dusty or whatever it may be, they said, we have no room. What a missed opportunity. 
before us. And you know what? There's an opportunity for us, but what happens is sometimes people still miss the opportunity of knowing about Jesus. And in Revelation 3, verse 20, it says that, look, I stand at the door and knock, and if you open it, I will come in and dine with you. The relationship that God wants with you and he wants with me, it's for all. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son for those who believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And sometimes it's very difficult because we say, I want to give my life to Christ and then realize that that life is still hard, okay? But I'd say the way I've learned it is, yes, it's still hard, but I think it's more manageable because now you uh, you are the son of the most high God, the creator of heaven and earth. And I want to make sure that when you leave out this place is, you know, is knowing that God loves you, that he wants a relationship with you, and another day of life that God has given you is another day of opportunity. And don't miss it. Don't misuse it. Get closer to God. Love God. Love our neighbor because not what we do, but what Christ has done for us. We can't pay for it because it's already been paid in full. And so how can we do that is because of the blood of Christ that his blood was shed for our sins at the cross where he died, but three days later, he rose again. He became the first fruits of our own resurrection. And I am so looking forward to continuing to worship him with you through these uh, songs of Christmas. Continue to be blessed. And uh, let me pause for a word of prayer. Loving, most gracious, holy God, we are thankful It's not a full message today, but a message that is simple, but it is so great to hear and be reminded of on a regular basis that you so loved us that you gave your one and only Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and that you want a relationship with us. God, we've heard in these past couple weeks, it's not that, you know, that we are, our sinful nature is who we are, but, you know, but doesn't mean just because we live our life in you, that we don't become sinless, but we can sin less because we are seeking you. We are turning our will to turn to your will. And we're thankful for the message, a simple message today that you love us, that those who are here in person and for those who are watching online can hear. Because sometimes even messages just go over our heads. But just to know that you love us, and that you stand at the door and that you knock. Let us open that door and start afresh, start new, to thank you for all you've given us. The greatest gift, Jesus Christ. And God's people will say, amen and amen.